0: Welcome to the So She Is podcast. I am your host, Katie Neary, and this podcast is your one-stop shop for all things manifestation, neuroscience, spiritual evolution, and how to tap into your infinite potential and live a life beyond your wildest dreams. I know that you clicking play today is no accident, and I am so grateful for you being here. With that said, let's get this party started. Since you guys always ask what rituals I do or how I tap into my most abundant self, I am so excited to announce that So She Is has partnered with Freak Rituals, aka my number one brand for all things rituals. Freak Rituals is a woman-owned company that creates high-frequency experiences to help normalize the feeling of wealth, freedom, and love. Their modern manifestation tools are designed to help free your body of any restricting thoughts, patterns, and beliefs, taking those feelings from new to deja vu. I personally have the She Makes Bank Collection, and it comes with an elixir, a candle, and a room spray. My two favorites are the elixir and the candle. For the elixir, I just put 10 drops into my water before I go into a meditation or breath work practice. It doesn't taste like anything crazy, but the results I get are absolutely crazy. I've never been able to go so deep, and I really just accredit the elixir to that. And the candle is the frequency of wealth. It really smells like what I would assume wealth smells like. I can't get enough of it. I light it every single time I'm working or just when I want the frequency of wealth to take up space in my room or any room in my house. I just cannot recommend these products or this brand enough. Everything is so intentional and each product comes with its own meditation to help guide anyone at any point on their spiritual journey. Just go check them out in the description box and use code SOSHEIS at checkout for a discount and let me know how you like them. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to So she Is. I am so grateful to be here with you. If you are new, welcome. If you are not new, welcome back. What a ride we are on, folks. I mean, first COVID, now World War III, like... I always talk about soul contracts and to think before we incarnated here on Earth, we were just like, yup, sign me up for this time in history, baby. Like, I'm just floored with myself. Like, all right. Um, All jokes aside, I just want to start this episode by acknowledging the horrific war that's going on in Ukraine and All the innocent humans and animals that are being so affected by the horrendous situation they are facing, and this episode is in no way to bypass any of the truth of what's actually going on, and it's not some love and light bullshit. Truthfully, I just wanted to do this episode because I have personally been struggling with not with feeling extremely defeated by the state of the world and just feeling a little bit like down. And sometimes the humane response is for us to grieve and be with each other in fear or heartbreak. Because fear is a healthy response to war. Despair is an appropriate response or feeling to the reality of innocent people and animals dying. But here's the thing, we don't have to get stuck there. Emotions are meant to flow be felt, and give way to aligned intention as opposed to being in resistance or frozen. And a way back to your own personal power is to name it, feel it, allow it, and process the emotions. Because when we do that, they can't be stuck emotions. What flows doesn't calcify. And this time we are in gives us all the opportunity to embody 100% of the human experience, both the light and the darkest dark, and to be able to choose the next action based on our intentions versus the default setting of fear and panic and rage. I heard a quote yesterday that stuck with me. And, you know, it honestly inspired me to have this be an episode for today. And the quote is, fear and faith have one thing in common, and that is they both require you to believe in something that has not yet happened. And let me say that one more time. Fear and faith have one thing in common, and that is they both require you to believe in something that has not yet happened. Something about that, just struck a huge chord in me and allowed my fear to decalcify because I was feeling a little stuck. I wasn't in in that flow of emotion and in a process. I I mean, the thought of a nuclear war breaking out, I was just like, wait, okay, this fear is a choice. And being in this small, constricted, calcified energy is not serving me anymore. And I could be in fear or I could be in faith because regardless of the outcome I'm picturing in my head, neither have happened yet. It's so important in these wild times that you don't underestimate the power of your energy, your prayer, and your vision. There is such an interconnectedness between all of us humans and the same way fear has had a ripple effect. I mean, we've seen it in time and time again in these extremes like since COVID and peace can also have that same ripple effect. So do not underestimate the power of your peace. Think of yourself almost as a spiritual first responder and the power we all have is in our energy, our presence, and our intention. And now is the time to claim this power and step into this role to use your precious energy as a force for good. And this remembering just of my own personal power and my own energy and thinking of myself as a spiritual first responder and the power of my energy just really helps me step back into a place of power and control versus when you're feeling powerless and you're in a place of fear. Um, Some tactical or tangible things I do to reground myself in, in a moment that I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed is by putting my hand over my heart in my belly, wherever I am. It could be in the car, in my bed. I know sometimes before I go to bed, uh, that's when it hits me the most, like just some crazy visions or some crazy thoughts just (laughs) flood me. So I for sure do this almost every night before bed or in my office when I'm just randomly at work and you know, it just crosses through my mind. But I start by feeling my feet on the ground and feeling the floor, feeling my butt on the chair or my body on the bed, and really just anywhere that your body connects with the surface. I really feel that, feel into that, feel what that feels like to be supported by the ground beneath you. I then take three really deep breaths, and I say in my head or out loud, I am here, I am safe, I am here, I am safe, I am here, I am safe. And this simple exercise just really helps me come back to the present moment because in times like this, I sometimes just future trip and play in the world of what ifs, which sucks all the life out of me. I don't know about you, but if I get stuck in what if land, it is a drainer. It is like flushing the toilet. There goes all my energy. Another thing I do, as some of you know, I am obsessed with ecstatic dance and using dance and movement to process emotions. And something I do, even if it's just for one song or one chorus or for one beat drop, is I blast music out loud or in my headphones and I move, move, move in ways I maybe don't and I just shake. I shake, 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 shake. There is so much power in moving stagnant energy out of your body through movement or moving in ways that you don't normally move in. I mean, if we think about animals in the wild, or even your cute little doggo, I know my dog does it, they shake or tremor after a stressful experience, like escaping being hunted down by a predator, to biologically complete the experience and return to a sense of well being. We are all processing so much. All the time and while journaling and intellectualizing things are super super helpful and healing, we underutilize the entire system from the neck down. So, to expedite the speed in which you shift how you feel, try using your body instead of your mind, and you will just be blown away by the results. Also, if shaking or dancing feels a a little too far of a stretch for you. This can apply to movement of really any kind, like running, walking, yoga, strength training, or just moving in a new way can really help like move out that energy that's stuck. Another thing I do to stay in my power is avoid consuming the news or scrolling on sites like Twitter. This isn't to say oh, just ignore everything that's going on in the world and live, laugh, love. This is to consume only the necessary information you need to know and take it from a trusted source. I mean, the amount of false information or photos being used that are from other time periods or other events that have happened are crazy. Like people are claiming that these photos are from the current now and it's just so harmful think about it. I could literally go on Google, find some sort of explosion and post it anywhere and claim it to be something that it's not. And nobody would stop me. And if they did, it would take a very, very long time. If you've ever had an issue with Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, you would know, like they do not fix fix things in a timely manner. And this ability to be able to post anything, say anything. is just such a double-edged sword because it gets the information out there and we can all be up to date on things. And some people are posting the truth, but then there are these individuals and news stations and articles painting a picture that isn't completely true. And it's designed for clickbait or to induce fear so that you keep coming back and checking and just it's like a that hit that they make it addictive because you're just so scared. I was an advertising major in college and they literally taught you if it bleeds, it leads, meaning the things that got the front page or get covered coverage in an article, it had to be gruesome or intrigue people like it's like that car accident effect where like they can't look away, like you can't help but click on it. <sighs> that topic just gets me so fired up. <laughs> And the last thing that I want to share today, just of how I re-come back to my own power, is something I debated not even mentioning in this episode, but it truly is what I use to reframe in way more ways than what we're currently doing. I use it with every aspect of my life, and that's playing with the worst case scenario. So let's say we go into World War III, and friends and family members have to go overseas to battle. And again, worst case scenario, let's say we go into a nuclear war. That go- kills all of us off. And because I, I mean, at the end of the day, that's the absolute worst case is that we all die from a nuclear bombs. What if we looked at this as an opportunity to live life to the absolute fullest? If we were kinder to every single person we met, because the next day, next week, Next month, next year, the next moment we are in right now could all be gone. What would you do if this was your last few years? I know it's morbid and horrible, but it, it's the perspective shift that's needed. Like, okay, what matters? How can I be so present with my loved ones and friends and family how can I optimize my time to make this the most fulfilling life? What would I even care about if this was it? If tomorrow didn't come? If next week didn't come? What do I even care about? And sitting in this space allows you to just kind of put the fear aside. Accept destiny for what it is. Sit with what's available to you in this present moment Look at it like the book is already written, the ending is so out of our control, and surrender into the present moment of, how do I want to make it worthwhile while I'm here? War is fucking scary, and it makes you think of all the what-ifs, and puts you into a state of panic over the possibility of losing everything. But what if we were all living life so fully like we had absolutely nothing to lose? Fear and faith have one thing in common. And that is that they both require you to believe in something that has not yet happened. I love you. I love you. I love you. You are worth it to me. I am worth it to me. We are all in this together. We are all interconnected. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If it resonated or you took anything away, I would absolutely love to see it posted on Instagram, tagging at SoSheIs underscore podcast. Be sure to check out Freak Rituals and share this with a friend if it really hit home because we are all in this together. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. I love you. Bye. today's episode please send it to a friend tag us on instagram at at so she is underscore podcast and leave a five-star review so we can help build grow and expand this podcast to anyone who it needs to reach thanks so much and we'll see you in the next episode